Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, a podcast for government and public sector marketing professionals who want to level up their digital marketing and social media knowledge, skills, and strategic thinking. And now, welcome your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. Well, today we're going all in on Instagram Reels and find out why and how to master them in 2022. Did you know that Reels receive more engagement than regular video content at a rate of 22%? They are also favored by the Instagram algorithm as Meta tries to rival TikTok's social media influence. Coming up in today's show, why Reels are important in your social media strategy, how to master them in five simple steps. I speak to Reels sensation Richard Grogan, a Dublin-based solicitor that has taken Instagram and TikTok by storm with a combined monthly reach of over 1 million. He shares how he got into creating Reels and the impact on his professional profile and public engagement. In today's column, I'm talking about how you can reel in your audience on Instagram, and I'm going to share three really good reel ideas. But first of all, let's be clear on what reels are. Well, reels are an emulation of TikTok videos, and in late 2021, Instagram redesigned its entire app interface to put reels front and center. As we know that TikTok has revolutionized social media and Meta, not one to be left behind, wants to make sure that it is keeping up to speed with this social media evolution. Now, TikTok videos are up to three minutes long, reels currently one minute, but soon to be going to 90 seconds. It's a fully immersive mobile video experience with lots of filters, effects, sounds, hashtags, and text overlays. So as you can imagine, from a user's perspective, these are highly entertaining, informative, and educational. But how can government and public sector lean into this new craze that I predict is going to hang around and that you certainly need to jump on the back of? Well, I've got three ideas for you to experiment with if you're new to Instagram Reels. First of all, how about going and teaching and informing your audience and leaning into the education method. So when you listen to Richard's interview in this episode, you will find out that he really leaned into educating and informing his audience. And that's something that government and public sector can do right now. All you have to look for are your frequently asked questions on any of your public interest campaigns. Really work back and take out the ABCs of that campaign and begin to educate your audience. Education and knowledge is one of the top 10 content trends on Reels right now. Also a tip, I do suggest that you have somebody fronting these education-based short videos. And again, Richard will attest to the success of his videos because he is fronting them. Humans connect with humans. So tip number one, reel in your audience with education. Number two, the Q&A box is a great feature and that will allow you to answer the questions 
from your audience. And in doing so, you're showing trust and transparency. So why not gather questions throughout the month and then in Reels, answer individual questions with the question text overlaid on your Reel video. And thirdly, tutorials are also a great content format for Instagram Reels. And what I'm suggesting is that you overlay your tutorials with trending sounds. As we know, trending sounds on Instagram Reels is a surefire way to get your Reels seen by more people and also featuring in the Explore feed page within the Instagram app. There's many ways in which you can engage audiences on Instagram, but with Reels commanding attention, dwell time, engagement rates, reach and impressions, it's definitely a tactic that you want to prioritize in 2022. Level up your social media skills by taking our diploma in social media, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code SOCIALMEDIA20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. In today's consulting segment, I'm going to share with you five easy steps to produce and publish really great Instagram Reels. First of all, it's very important to have a very clear concept of what you want your reel to be. So having a vision for it at the starting point will help you create it as you go through the process. So in order to help you get clarity, I advise you to storyboard your concept. So for example, if there are going to be six different video shots in your reel, then storyboard each one of those six shots. When you're ready to shoot, then you open up the Reels Instagram camera and you can shoot each of those six individual shots. Then it's time to preview and to add effects. Now, the effects are really important because this is what brings your reel to life. And leaning into trending sounds, trending hashtags, text overlay, text-to-speech captions, filters and effects can really add to the engagement and the immersive experience of your reel. Some of my favorite features within the Instagram reel camera are trending sounds for sure, definitely text overlay, perhaps people are listening without sound, and then having some movement or transitions. When you're finished and you've previewed your video, it is time to publish and share it. Did you know that you can not only share your reel on the reels feed, but you can also share it on grid, you can also share it on stories, and now you can also share it on Facebook. If you so wish, you can also share it on TikTok as well. Then you'll want to check your insights, and it's really important to test and to iterate. When you're new to Instagram Reels, you're going to improve with practice and practice will make perfect. And so with every Reel that you create and that you publish, I want you to have a look at the insights to really understand the type of Reels, the type of content that is resonating with your audience. Another great tip is have a look at what other government and public sector agencies are doing because then you can get inspiration from them. And if you want to find out what government and public sector agencies are on Instagram and active on Reels, come and follow us on Instagram because all the accounts that we follow, I think it's over 500, are actually Instagram accounts of government and public sector agencies. 
The Social Media Bootcamp series is now available on demand, and I can tell you it's proving to be one of the favoured types of trainings that we have produced over the past number of years. What we give you in the Social Media Bootcamp are 10 to 12 tactics that are working right now on each social network. We cover Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can choose whether you want to buy all of them or if you want to buy specific boot camps. And you have access to the replays and to the resources associated with these trainings in our dedicated learning hub. So if you're interested, go ahead and have a look at publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash social hyphen media hyphen bootcamp. A one-stop shop digital marketing and social media resource. Join our membership academy for 12 months. Access a library of how-to videos, template strategies, and organizational policies. Monthly live coaching. Attend webinars with subject matter experts. Meet and network with public sector pros from across the world. Use the code MEMBERSHIP20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. In today's show, I'm delighted to be joined by Richard Grogan from Richard Grogan and Associates Solicitors. The firm are specialists in personal injury litigation and employment law. And unless you've been sitting under a social media stone, you've probably watched some of Richard's fantastic Instagram reels or watched his videos on TikTok. He now boasts over 91,000 followers on Instagram and his TikTok channel has had over 47 million views to date. When I reached out to Richard recently to invite him onto the show, he responded immediately. His profile and his public engagement has gone through the roof and I have to say he's been very generous with his insights and his reels and TikTok story to date. Richard, hello and you're very welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Delighted to be on. So first of all, Richard, tell us a little bit about you and about your company because you've become somewhat of a, an Instagram sensation recently, but tell us about your core business. Well, we're a solicitor's firm and we do two areas of law only. So don't come asking us to buy a property because we don't do that. We only do employment law and personal injury work. So that's our specialist areas. And I suppose we've been we've been operating since 2009 when I set up the firm. And I suppose we would have been on social media, particularly LinkedIn, for a number of years. And sort of Instagram, we started in March of 2021. So what other type of marketing channels were you using? You mentioned LinkedIn, um, but potentially traditional media. So was there a deliberate intention to go into Instagram in March 2021? It's only a year ago. Um, well, I suppose I would be fairly well known in the area of employment law. So um, we had uh, we had a monthly newsletter that we put out every month and it's it reviews case law. So it's a fairly technical one. And I would have done an awful lot on radio and TV. Uh, and I suppose come March 2021, I hadn't been the person in the office doing uh, Instagram. Another person had been, but they left. So I decided, well, I better find out about Instagram. And I knew nothing about Instagram. So I sat down in February, uh, and it was a wet February uh, afternoon, uh, weekend. And I kind of worked out Instagram. And I said, right, so why don't we have a go at it and we do it the Richard Grogan way. We might do it the way everybody else does. And it seemed that it took off. 
Well, that's one way of putting it, Richard, that it seemed to take off. And I love the fact that it was one wet February afternoon that you were able to train yourself on Instagram. Um, are there particular rules around marketing and advertising in the legal professional? Because in my experience, some people are pretty nervous about what you're doing. Um, there are. So, for example, uh, if I put up anything, uh, well, there are if you're if you're if I put it this way, if you're touting for business. So if you if you turn around and say, contact me if you've got a, an employment law problem or contact me if you've had an accident. Uh, then you have to put up various things like little asterisks and say in contentious cases, a solicitor may not charge fees or expenses of a proportion or percentage of any award or settlement, which kind of gets rid of most of your Instagram. So how do we do it? Well, what we decided to do, or when we say we decided it was more me, um, we don't ask anybody to contact us. So we just put up information. So if you just put up information, that's not advertising. So it, that's kind of as simple as we we do it. We we don't actually say to anybody, come and contact us. We just put up information. Now, there's a reason why we did this. We've always given out information. Our newsletter always gave out new information. And we just saw that there was, what we would say, we were getting during the pandemic an awful lot of questions that came up. That we sat down and we said, this is basic stuff. For God's sake, I mean, everybody knows this. And we went, well, maybe they don't. So we started doing the Instagram and then we worked out that, that we were wrong and they were right. Yeah, they didn't know. And so we got the questions coming in with really, you know, or so that's what we did. We were only putting up information. So when you're putting up information, you're not marketing from a regulatory point of view. Um, Absolutely. And honestly, when, when I'm speaking to mainly government and public sector professionals who would be a conservative in their approach to social media, the world wants information that is education based. And that's exactly what you're sharing. Now, I've been following you and watching you and I've also looked at the comments. The number of questions that you're getting is absolutely phenomenal. And it seems to me that you're providing something that is akin to a great public service but you genuinely read those questions don't you and then create uh, reels as answers for them yeah i mean i think what you do is is you know we kind of work on the basis that there's no such thing as a stupid question only a stupid answer so uh i can sit down and i can take out my law book and i can say well this is what i want to talk about because this is stuff that i think is very interesting and some of it is uh, but the more interesting stuff is if you see a trend coming from people asking similar questions, then you turn around and say, well, all right, this is what interests other people. So what I'm trying to do is answer the questions that are coming up. So, for example, what's come up recently? Paternity leave, parental leave. There are a load of questions coming in on that. Now, there's loads of guides and all the rest around it, but we're trying to put it out in very simple language. Now, when it came up to Christmas, we had the thing that thought was happening for the Christmas Day and Stephen's Day because they were Saturday and Sunday. What are my rights and all the rest? So we did a lot of that. And there was an awful lot on that. And now we're getting to the 17th and 18th of March. And the same questions are coming up now from different people. 
and there may be new people who are following me or or contacting us so um over the weekend we did public holidays so uh you're saying well this isn't rocket science stuff well it mightn't be uh but if you don't but if you don't know what your rights are then maybe it is rocket science and the interesting thing is that it's not just employees who are following this it's employers as well are going past that fella grove and talking about today and we better check out to see oh bloody hell yeah all right maybe we need to change this around a bit so what we're trying to do is give out information and it's either 15 seconds or 30 seconds or 60 seconds so i'm not writing the thesis you know it's there's there's a limit to what you could do even in 60 seconds so it's pretty you know snappy and to the point so how are we planning it i suppose as i'm driving in in the morning now i've been very non-pc and non-green saying i'm driving in in a diesel car well you know i'm going to drive in in the diesel car i don't care um as i'm driving in and i'm listening to the radio i can at the same time be saying to myself what am i going to do today and let's see what kind of came in you know yesterday because i would have had a look at it and i'd say all right hold on this might be what i might do today so is to give people really you know quick information and it's coming from all sectors so you have people working in shops and uh, i was actually out with my wife yesterday and we walked into a shop and she was buying a dress and um she was wondering why the sales assistant kept looking at me and wasn't looking at her and uh, eventually the sales assistant said are you the fellow on TikTok?" now i do TikTok as well and I said, and I had a mask on, you know, like, I'm, and I went, yes. And they said, could I have a picture with you? And I said, okay. I think the wife was looking for a new, you know, a bit of a reduction, you know, that's the, she wasn't getting one, but uh, then I suddenly found that I had a picture be taken with about five others. Um, so what was interesting there is these are shop walk workers. They're, they were working weekends. They were very young. One of them was just finishing school which is very interesting that an old fellow like me has a following from people who are just leaving school. Um, so it's interesting that people are looking for information at the, at the other end, you have people in the HSE or people working in government departments who are forever sending me questions. So what it says to me is there's an awful lot of people who really just don't understand employment law, but also it says to me that there's an awful lot of employers who don't understand employer employment law and probably the ones who are resulting in everybody ending up going down to the WRC. It's not the employer. It's the manager and the supervisor who haven't got a clue who are landing employers in claims because the, the because they don't understand. So one of the things that we would have done, and it's, it's a kind of a, a newish service that we started last year is dealing with staff handbooks for employers where we're saying yeah this ain't this ain't going live you're not getting a word copy of this until the managers and the supervisors can answer some basic questions about stuff and we go yeah another fail back go read it come back to us and we start doing it again so i think it's helped and we're there to try and help people so we're a business we're a professional firm we provided there but we do believe in giving information back so we've always done that 
since the firm opened up. Well, since 2011, we've done a staff handbook. Sorry, not staff handbook, a newsletter. So that's what we've been doing since then. Uh, and it goes out every month. So this is just a progression into a different format. And it's the new format for getting information out. And Richard, you know, you, you describe the information that you give out as not rocket science and maybe the ABCs of employment law. But in actual fact, that is exactly what is blowing up on social media. That's simple, accessible, understandable, relates to my life, relates to a problem that I have now. You mentioned that you're on TikTok. Talk to us about the, the, the TikTok explosion too, because I've been looking at um, the video views over there and they are in their, their tens of millions. Is it a different platform for you or do you publish the same content? Um, it's, it's different. Um, uh, it's quite interesting. The, the questions you get from, um, we say, from Instagram are a lot uh, more detailed, if I can put it that way. Um, the, the questions from uh, TikTok are very snappy. Very often there can be the same type of issues coming up. So if there's a trend coming on Instagram, it'll also be on TikTok or the other way around. At other times, TikTok will be slightly different and you'll see a trend coming from that. So you have to look at the trends and see what are people interested in. You know, the numbers are there. I mean, Instagram, you know, as a solicitor, I think I'm at 93,000 or something on Instagram. And uh, TikTok is about 131,000. So that's an awful lot of people following this idiot talking about employment law. I mean, I don't sing and I don't dance. And, uh, we're, if you see what's here, this is the same background as you have most of the time. So we're, we don't have it set up with fancy lighting. You know, um, this is all this is all done on the mobile phone. You know, it's, 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 it's very authentic, but people love that. People love you because you're believable and you're just you and you're not trying to sell to them. So you become like a magnet for information and you are as we know the authority voice on it but how have your peers in the legal profession taken to it and do you worry about what they think couldn't give a damn what they think you know like so, sorry i've been around long enough to say do i really care what they think um yeah look actually there's a, the, there's been an awful lot of positive so i mean when i say don't give a damn uh uh, it would never be something if somebody was criticizing me for doing for doing this. My answer is, uh, I'm giving out information. Get off my back. But I don't get that, actually. What I get from people in my own profession is, um, hi, Richard, how do we do it? And the answer is, well, I'll sit down and I'll talk to them about how they can do it. And uh, I think it's the new way of getting information out because the legal profession has always been known. The law society has always been known. For getting the information out but it has tended to be you know seven pages of whereas the party of the first part and the party of the second part and the where 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 to all and the whereas's and the omnia presumpta rita essay acta so they tend to be very you know big technical things that well we have to cover off all the bases and cover everything and i'm saying no no i'm not covering all the bases i'm going to give you the basic now there's going to be a load of things of yeah that's not for everybody but you know if you can if you can do one that covers 90 percent yeah, and you might do a few of the ones that cover the 10 percent but 
you're trying to get information out for the normal person. And I suppose I say I'm a yellow jam, not marmalade man, in the sense that I don't like big words, mainly because I can't spell them. So it makes it easier. If so, what I do is I kind of do it on the same way as I talk to anybody who comes to see us. So I'm just talking to myself. And the fact that other people enjoy it, that's great. But I try and do it in, you know, plain English. So I'm not using big Latin terms and whereas's and where to fours and the rest. You know, the question is, you know, what's the maximum number of hours you can work in a week? 48 average over four months. That's the law and that's a fact. Yeah, that's it. That's 15. That's a 15 second reel. Yeah. I'm not going into all the exemptions and the, you know, that are there for various situations. You're dealing with what most people are going to be asking most of the time. And that's what you're trying to do. Well, you go straight in for the punchline. Like a lot of marketers online drag it out and make people wait to the end, whether it's three minutes or 30 minutes. But you go straight in for the punchline and, I, and you just said it there. But talk to me about your now famous tagline. It's the law. It's a fact. Like that's your signature sign off. How did that come about? Because it just it, it just works perfectly. Um, I I had I was doing a reel at the start, and uh, I couldn't do it in thirty seconds, and uh, sixty seconds was too long. I had about five or six seconds left, no matter how I did it. So when I was finishing off the first one, I went. That's the law, and that's a fact. Well, that finished up my 60 seconds, and people seemed to like it, so I kept it. So that's how it came about. There was no big sort of sitting down with a marketing guru and say, now we must work out now a tagline. No, wasn't done that way. You know, it, it just came about. But then I think that's the basis if you're going to be marketing online, it's to be natural. I, I I see the people who do the the the, the great big long um, intro, and uh, the ones I see are the ones uh, I, I enjoy playing golf. So I see the fellas selling golf stuff, and after about five minutes, I'm finished. You know, whereas my one on it is get it there, get it in, and get it done, uh, and tell them. So what I would say, people is. We've all, I say, go back to when you're in school and you're asked to do an essay and it was a, you know, you're doing an intro, the main bit and a conclusion. And what I say is when you're doing marketing on this, do the conclusion first. You know, do the conclusion, worry about then. You know, you don't need the intro, do the conclusion and then give them the intro. So give them the answer first and then tell them what the question was. I can't hear you. Are there any big plans for 2022? Um, I don't know. That's going to depend on what humor I mean. Maybe I get stuff stuck in traffic someday coming in and we'll, we'll change it over. As it is, I've got enough to do trying to run a practice uh, and do Instagram and TikTok. So, you know, there's, I think it, it, it's very much, uh, well, will we do the same as we've always done? No, we never do that because once you do that, it gets tired. I think what it is, is it's an issue of answering people's questions. So um, we, we get a lot of questions that are outside our area of expertise. 
and we just won't touch it. Not, not interested, not going there, not doing it. Um, it's not our area. So I think the, the one thing that we're, we're learning is stay with what you know. That's the big thing on marketing, trying to be all things to all people. So I see some colleagues who, you know, are doing stuff on employment law and accident cases and buying and selling property and buying companies and all of that. And you look at their numbers and they're wondering why it isn't going anywhere. And the answer is, I say to them, you're all over the place. You're, you're not seen in, a, in an area. So if you're doing something like this, I say to people who say, if you're in a law practice, well, then have one person do probate work and one person do the, the conveyancing, the buying and selling a property and somebody else does accidents and somebody else does employment. You can't do all the four. It's impossible. You, you know, you, you have to be known for an area. And, you know, we do employment law and personal injury work, but the personal injury work often relates to questions I get on the, often relates to employment related issues. So they, they marry together very well. So you have to be careful of what you're, what you're marketing. I mean, it'd be very easy for me to be off now doing something on probate or conveyancing. You know, if there was somebody in the office that did that type of work and I would be saying, if that happened and we expanded into that area, I'd be saying, well, I won't be touching probate or conveyancing. That'll be somebody else. You have to do your niche, your, your niche area. That's, I think, the thing that social media is. You're known for your niche area. You're known for it. Then that's how you, you develop it from there. How much time are you spending per day? Now you're you're in the car, so you're maximizing your time when you're thinking about the topic for today, looking over the comments that have come in over the past 24 hours. But social media gets a bad rap because people say it's a time suck. <laughs> Do you get your return on investment in terms of your time? And how much time are you spending per day? Um, I'm spending about an hour and a half. I mean, to, to put the, but that really is, a big portion of that time is actually looking at the the questions that are coming in, uh, the actual amount of time to put up the stuff. You know, Instagram and TikTok will have maybe about three each a day, 30 minutes in the day. The hour is actually spent looking at the, the questions and the, the comments that come in. So I tend to do those at night when I'm sitting in bed, you know, and I go, yeah, I might do, I have the piece of paper beside me, might do this tomorrow, you know. You normally have more than you're actually going to do. But so then when you're driving in in the morning, you're thinking about, well, there's 10 here. What three will I do or where are they coming from? So that really is it. Yeah, it is time. You have to spend time on it. There is absolutely no doubt. The ROI or the return on investment that everybody is on about. Um, you're never going to on something like that. That's a that's a two, three year period of time. You know, this is not something that you that you open up on you know monday and you're going to get a return on investment you know this is something that takes a period of time to build up um and you have to build it up because it, it's getting your name out there but it does get your name out there and yes there is a return on investment uh but remember we've only been doing it for a year and as the wrc is backlogged for about nine months <coughs> you know <coughs> there's very little roi at the present time and you know, personal injury cases take two to three years to go through. So this is the <coughs> this is the 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 issue on it. it. Does take some time, yeah. 
Yeah, very much. So it's a it's a long game for sure. But what would you say to people who are watching this episode or listening to this episode who are subject matter experts within government or public sector, but they have a total fear of putting themselves out there um, because they're an employee within a government agency, right? And they are adding value to the public and it's in the public interest communications, of course. I mean, we saw that during COVID with our public health leaders coming out and giving us daily updates. And that was really important to change behavior in a pandemic. But what would you say to people working in government and public sector who see the value, but are really nervous because it's not their business, it's their job? Um, well, what I would say is never give an opinion. If you're in the public service and you're going to do something like this, never give an opinion. You're not there to give opinions. What you do is you set out what the facts are. So let's say that you're in the Department of Social Protection and you're going to deal with home, you know, a fuel allowance. Well, you put up what the rules on fuel allowances are. You know, you don't turn around and say, by the way, this is bloody awful. I mean, for heaven's sake, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't eat the bathroom with what they're going to give you. That's not your role. If you're going to do something like that, then what I would say to you in social media, and that's anybody in social media. I mean, that's whether you're in a government department or you're working in a shop. Put up information to people on information that's relevant, but just information. So I, if I put it this way, my Instagram and TikTok don't give opinions. I never give opinions. And I don't really set out what the law should be. I only set out what the law is. So stay away from opinions. If you're opinions, then you're in a different category of people altogether. Then you're using social media for, you know, running an agenda. So there are things that I don't agree with in employment law. That, you know, and I could be saying something that I would, if the right case came along, would only be delighted to challenge it. But at the present time, this is what the law is. So I will set out the law as it is now. So I think that's if you're in in government department, uh, then the answer is if you're going to be putting up stuff on social media, you just put up what the facts are. I, I think equally, if you're something like that, then you check it with somebody up the line and you say to them, look, you know, I'm just going to be putting out information. It's very clear, you know, information and I'm not giving their opinions. This is what I'm putting out. Uh, and, you know, there I see people in government departments who do that more often on Instagram, I'm sorry, on LinkedIn than anything else. But they're just giving information. This is the rules for applying for this grant. They're not telling you whether they agree with it or not. They're the rules. So I think that's what I would say to somebody. Don't give your opinion. Just give the rules. That's it. Great advice. So you're creating three videos a day. You're leaning into reels, which are the most engaging type of content on Instagram. You're also putting those up on TikTok. Um, is, is that the strategy that's working best for you now? Like we don't see many static images or lots of text. It's driven by the video. Um, yeah, I, I need another half hour a day to do the static stuff. Um, so the static stuff is in is in our newsletter, which we do. So that goes out and it's posted on LinkedIn and um, 
you know, so that and it gets divided up and sent it out and it, it, it comes through for people who want to, to see the in-depth stuff. So the the video, I kind of work on the basis that that seems to be the way people are operating now, that if you're on the bus or the train or the Lewis, they're, they're, they're flicking and they've got the earphones in. And if it looks interesting, they'll, they'll listen to it. And if that's not interesting, they won't listen to it. And it's the easiest way of doing it. It's 15, 30 seconds or 60 seconds. So, you know, not going to take you an entire day to get this piece of information about employment law. Richard, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And I want to thank you for your time. And I know how you how busy you are, but I think you, you do value in, in sharing your insights and in how you're using social media to inform the public. And for me, I think it's a great case study that the government and public sector areas can definitely use. But let's finish off with your famous line. It's just too good. I want to hear it again. That's a law. That's a fact. Richard uh, Grogan, a pleasure. And if, if you're not following him, what rock have you been sitting under for the past year? Go and follow Richard Grogan on Instagram and on TikTok. Have a great day, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Level up your digital skills by taking our diploma in digital marketing, plus gain an industry qualification. Use the code DIGITALMARKETING20 for a 20% discount. Visit publicsectormarketingpros.com. Now it's time for your freebie of the week. And today I'm inviting you to our next free webinar, how to create a content marketing strategy in 30 minutes. And I'm also going to be including ideas to create Instagram Reels. On our last webinar, Digital PR Strategy, we had 145 attendees. If you missed that, you can actually attend on demand. Just go ahead over to our website, publicsectormarketingpros.com forward slash webinars and catch up. Also, please spread the word about the Public Sector Marketing Show. It gives us an opportunity to scale the work that we're doing and reach more professionals in your sector. As always, we do appreciate you rating us on your favorite podcast platform and subscribing to the show on YouTube if that's your preferred method. But for me, Joanne Sweeney, until the next episode, thank you so much and have a great week. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Public Sector Marketing Show. This episode has ended, but your digital journey can continue. Head over to publicsectormarketingpros.com to access resources and links mentioned in today's show and to connect with Joanne and her team. Until the next time, be sure to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite podcast platform.